Hey there, friends, and welcome to Courageous Radiance Podcast. My name is Brittany Dixon, and I am so thankful that you are tuning in, that you're listening today. We're talking all month, this whole month of January, about peace. It seems like the uncertainty of each day, from weather to job security to what's going on with your kids to health to uh, the war, just things politically. It's, it's so much, friends. And if we misplace our peace, or maybe don't, we don't have peace to start with, then we're really up a creek with no paddle. So this has been something that I have been training my own heart using scripture. And that is why I was really passionate to put together this abundant peace word puzzle. And it's going to be available on the website as well as Amazon very soon. And I'm so excited to share this with you. I hope that you're following along with the blog, the website, CourageousRadiance.com. And I'd love to just connect with you. I think one of the things that I enjoy the most is hearing how God is moving in ladies' hearts and how she's digging into her inner time, her quiet time with the Lord. Y'all, there... That is just such a joy, not because it has anything necessarily to do with me, but because that's really the secret sauce to everything. It's, it's almost as if Matthew 6.33, that seek ye first the kingdom of God and then all these other things. It's like we were running and chasing after so many other things and just passing God by. So I love that aha moment when ladies do share that with me, whether that's on Instagram at Courageous Radiance or on the website. And I pray that this word puzzle about abundant peace, there's 80 scriptures. Each page details a scripture and you find words based on that scripture. And this is not just some mindless activity. The, the, the heart of this was that you're ingesting scripture and that you use that scripture, commit it to memory, and you use that each and every day, each and every week, each and every season, that you're facing something that is trying to steal away your peace. So again, this whole month, we're talking about different scriptures from this word puzzle about peace. So last week, I asked two questions at the end, and I'm going to start this week with the questions at the beginning, with the more so the statement slash question at the beginning. Um, but the questions from last week were, when are you at Christ's well? As well as, what are you, your spiritual rhythms to hear from God? And this is just so important. You know, the, the vision here with Courageous Radiance is that women will experience an inner revival to pursue Jesus Christ and live anchored every day and in every season. So if we don't have our anchor and the correct foundation, then that inner revival, the pursuit of Jesus is missed. So this is this is something that really will will be a constant thread with Courageous Radiance because it is about becoming courageous to pursue Jesus Christ in our inner life. You know, uh, current times is like, just make yourself look perfect and beautiful, beautiful on each post. Or when you're at work, say all the right things, put on the best mask and, you know, 
have the appearance of a perfection, uh, a, a perfect life. And y'all, it, it is like starving. It's like malnourishing us from the inside by putting so much emphasis on the things on the outside. So sitting at Christ well is just such an important piece to our spiritual journey. But before I kick off, I want to start us off in prayer. Jesus, Lord of our peace, God, we're just so grateful for you. And we love you so much, God, with our whole hearts, our whole minds. And I just pray that whether one woman is tuning in today, God, or more, um, I just thank you for her. God, thank you for the space that she gets to listen to this podcast, God. I pray that you be glorified and be all you, none of me, God. May you get all of the glory and may her peace be cemented in you. In Jesus' name, amen. So scripture, question, statement, talking about peace. So going right to one of the word puzzle scriptures is 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And I'm going to go ahead and read that. And this is a CSB version. It says, but, and this is Paul talking, uh, but it says, and this is 2 Corinthians 12, 9. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is perfected in weakness. And I know you're like, wait, there's no peace word in there. It's coming. So you may be praying away some like divine, uh, miraculous strength. And it's like a, a quest for peace, right? Whether that's in your marriage or in your in parenting, you know, I, I really want to speak specific to marriage and parenting. These are two, um, I don't want to call them pain points, but but points that I'm really passionate about because um, not just of of where the Lord has held my hand, but just in some things that I've I've seen Him uh, open up and and cause revelation in other women's lives through those areas specifically. But speaking of my own testimony, when I was on this quest for peace in an unpeaceful marriage or being on this journey trying to create this achievement or this vision board centered on fixing my child, having the best child in three steps, right? Listening to all the podcasts, listening to reading all the books, doing all of the 18 steps to fix this person, husband or child. So you're just, you are set in stone. And, and, and for me personally, I'll speak for me, this journey, y'all, was like one toe over becoming an idol. It was like, God, this has to happen. This is, this is my source. I, I need this marriage to work. I need this child to, to, to be happy. I need, I need the house to have X, Y, and Z, right? I don't know if you can identify, but this quest for peace in your marriage or in your parenting I wonder if, again, just this concept of praying away this divine strength, because your peace is rather in your preparedness to remain seated, to, to toil, 
it, it, it's almost kind of a paradox, but to toil to have a seat, right? To, because it's, it's such our sinful nature. And, and really even <laughs> Adam and Eve did it even before they sinned, where it's such our nature, human nature, to want to go rebelliously opposite of God or, or just even to be self-reliant and such a great resource to ourselves that we don't need God. God, I mean, I'm good. I've got it figured out. I will chisel my way and I will make my way and I will have all the research and all the, all of the things that I need to make this thing work. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And y'all listen, I, I did this in my marriage and I burnt myself out. And when I'm reading this scripture, if I'm understanding this correctly, when Paul is saying, and, and Paul is talking, the context of the context of scripture is huge. The context of what Paul is saying is Paul, Paul was plagued. Paul, Paul had uh, a thorn in his flesh and he prayed and asked God to take it away. And God was like, no, no, this, this is supposed to stay here. So this, that's the verse nine, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is perfected in weakness. So I'm over here, or maybe you looking at this weakness as no, I need to do more. I need to be better. I need to go harder, right? Or or, listen, don't leave me hanging. I mean, I don't know if you can relate to this. And God putting a biblical lens on versus a worldly lens, a secular lens. What if this area of weakness is a way that God can actually come through with his superpower? And then it's not, oh, look at how I fix this marriage. Look at this conference. I love conferences. Look at this counselor love mental health and counseling, all of the things, this coach, this program, whatever it is. But God is like, no, it's me. It's when you're resting in me. So to pull out this scripture that does include peace is Ephesians. And it's Ephesians 6, 15 is all we're going to read. But um, if you know the scripture, um, it's, it's talking about the, our armor. So it's, it's this analogy of, of there's no soldier who went in, you know, my, my dad fought in Vietnam, uh, World War II, World War War, and no soldier is like, uh, I'm going to just wing this. I'm not going to bring any form of defensive item to protect my body. I'm not going to carry any form of offensive item to fight against the enemy. That just does not happen, right? So scripture, um, Ephesians 6, verse 15, um, but it really starts at verse 10. I'd love you to read that in your quiet time with the Lord on your own. But it, it really lists out all of this armor, um, how you can stand, verse 14 says, but starting in verse 15, in your feet sandaled with readiness for the gospel of peace. And that word readiness, so King James, no, no, CSB is what I'm reading. ESV and NIV all have readiness. And the translations of NASB and King James Version have preparation. I want to read for you, friend, this message version. Be prepared. You're up against 
far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help you can get. Every weapon God has issued, I underline that, God has issued, so that when, not if, when it's all over, but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. So it's, it's like when Jesus tells us in John 16, 33, that, you know, there, there's really no um, possibility of you not coming up against trouble. Like trouble is coming. You know, I love, I love just his like foreshadowing. Like, let me just go ahead and tell you, you're going to have problems, but it's okay. I'm your peace. So be prepared is, is what this is saying. And, and again, there's a whole gamut of, of different ways that we prepare ourselves physically, the armor metaphorically that, that we are going to strap ourselves with as believers, but this pe- but the piece, the, the shoes. So we're going to ready our feet to walk in. When you think about what shoes, what, what do your feet do? You're walking, right? You're walking into out of out of your house into your job um into this meeting at this principal situation with your kid you're you're walking your feet take you from a to b and you have shoes on because we're not cave women so we got shoes on our feet well the shoes metaphorically speaking that we're going to ready ourselves with is peace and y'all that is massive to be thinking about being prepared. Preparation is key. So it's keeping our eyes open. It's being vigilant. It's not being caught off guard. And when I'm, and I broke this down, I wrote, you know, when I'm thinking of being prepared, what, what does that mean? Like practically speaking, what does that mean? So in terms of your heart in your life foundation, so you prepare your heart for me specifically, I don't know if you can relate to this, but for me, I am the person I want to, like case in point, you know how somebody's like, okay, do you want the good news or, or the bad news? I cannot stand that question. It's just, ugh, I'm like, give me the bad news. I, I am a, I want to process, right? I don't know if that process is going to take one hour, 10 hours, 12 days. I can't really tell you. It depends on what I'm processing. So I don't like to be caught off guard. Like my husband has learned the hard way to not surprise Brittany, <laughs> if there's any way possible to not have a surprise, which is so funny, right? Just person to person is different because some people are like, oh, I love surprises. Mm-mm, I'm good. I'm an ICU nurse. Please do not surprise me, right? I mean, just even with people running, I it's like I have PTSD with just the days of of what that could mean. So it's like I immediately like go into fight or flight response of just like, okay, like what does somebody need? It's y'all, it's, it's a whole thing. Sorry, I digress. But being prepared, keep your eyes open, be vigilant, not being caught off guard. And again, for me, this is just preparing my heart, preparing my expectations. Failed expectations, y'all. Ooh, talk about a, a highway to bitterness, a highway to sarcasm and just, <laughs> just, you know, anger, so many other things. So checking these expectations through the lens of God, siphoning that through scripture. So having this right perspective when you're walking into a situation, even if 
you don't know what you're walking into, even if you pick up a phone call that completely took your breath away. It's setting, but it's it's Colossians 3 at work, um, 3-2, where Paul says to set your eyes on the things above, not on, on these earthly things. So it's constantly readying our feet with an earthly, with a heavenly view versus an earthly view, a heavenly set in soundness versus one of, okay, I've got to try to manage this on my own. As well as the second preparation for me is just going back to the basics of what am I standing in? You know, um, Ephesians 6, 14 says stand. Well, what are you standing on? Who are you standing on? I asked that question. When are you at Christ's well? That's your foundation. So rather than just, you know, watching one more course on how to create peace. Peace is a gift. It's a gift that the Holy Spirit implants, one of the nine gifts. Once you become a believer, once you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, you're infused with these gifts. And it's our job, our sanctification process, if I can use a Christianese word, but it's our our role to to facilitate environments to grow that. Like think of a think of a greenhouse, right? And this, but it's all about we can't have a, a, a greenhouse on, you know, on a cliff. The the greenhouse is going to sit on a solid foundation. And that foundation is Jesus Christ. And just for your reference, this will be on the blog, courageousratings.com is John 15 verses four and five. But just the paraphrasing, it's Jesus talking and he's saying, remain. He can, he compares himself to um, the vine and we're the branch. He's like, listen, you have to stay connected to me. I'm your sap. I'm your life source. You will, you, you ain't going to make it. Even if you have the appearance of making it from the worldly standards, from the outside, but Jesus is all about the inside, y'all. He's about the inner life, the core life, the inside that nobody but he and you see. Maybe not even your husband doesn't even know, but Jesus knows. And that's what he's after. He's about transforming us from the inside out. And he's going to start at the core. He's going to go immediately. When you, when you read um, scripture, the gospel, it, I love almost every one of Jesus's encounters, he asks a question. And, and, and it's like, it's like, Jesus, you already know the answer, but he's asking the question so that you can be aware of, of, of a lot of things. Right. So I, I think that when we are trying to fix a situation, for instance, in our marriage, rather than just doing the 10 steps to fix the marriage, per a blog you read, maybe really all 10 of those are, are wonderful solutions. But y'all, it's not going to work if it's not on a solid foundation, which is only Jesus Christ. And that's what he's saying in John 15, that I, you're going to be that branch sitting next to the tree. You know, you have to connect to me. I am your life source. I want you to be connected, reliant, surrendered, and that 
is the secret sauce to our peace. So going back to this, this initial statement from 2 Corinthians 12, 9, what are you praying away or trying to fix within your own strength? And God is like, this is actually an opportunity for me to show you who I am. I know that you have said that this husband is impossible and it is no way that this is going to work. There is no way that we can, you know, build a bridge, you know, nothing, nothing is going to work here. I know that you are struggling with this child and prayer after prayer, night after night, journal entry after journal entry, meeting after meeting, but y'all. God is so faithful and he promises it right here that rather than just looking at the weakness, because y'all, that's what the enemy wants us to do. He wants us to be like, look, see, God, he can't fix this. God can't. This is too hard. Look at, look at, look what's going on. He wants us to focus on our limitations, but our limitations rest in a limitless God. So surrender this quest for peace. Surrender it, friend. There's a place for it. God loves you. He knows the desires of your heart. But we're going to rest in him, even if he takes us the detour path. Because remember, whatever is the hardest It's an opportunity. It's a platform for God's glory. Your weakness, but his strength. I pray that this has been encouraging for you in whatever season that your life is in. And if it has been encouraging, if this has been a blessing, I would love, it would be such a great honor for you to share this with one friend who you believe that this can be a blessing for. I cannot wait to see you here next week and to connect with you.